The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Draftmas to you. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Ken Swanson. This is the AP Draft Show, Season 3, Episode 2. And uh, if you're listening to this, Jake and I are actually probably in Indianapolis right now covering the Combine. We're recording this before we're taking off. So uh, we decided to do a, a mock draft. We're going to do all of Round 1, just run through where we think this draft is right now. And then also just go ahead and make the picks for the Chiefs the rest of the round. So you're going to get like 37 picks mocked today. Uh, here to help me mock uh, the first round and then the rest of the Chiefs draft. We'll, we'll go here first. Find him on Twitter at Barley Hop. Craig Stout, you're in the building. Welcome back, my friend. How are we today? I am fantastic. I'm going to take off my shirt to honor Matthew Lane, who's not with us, unfortunately, today. He had some other stuff going on. But with you in Indianapolis is our good buddy, Jacob Morley. Jake, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, and let's be real. The real reason Matt's not here is because we didn't mock enough offensive tackles in the top 30 <laughs> of this draft class. Matt was real salty about it. I still feel like we have a bunch, but... Uh, it's a protest. It, if it's it, a- Really, what should have happened is we shouldn't have even just... Rec- we should not have recorded this mock. We should have just recorded the DMs from when we were making this today. Some high-quality <laughs> content going on in the direct <laughs> messages on Twitter.com. Yeah, it, it was it, it was digital fisticuffs. If put, you've ever put seen the it. explicit tag on it and let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we're gonna go pick by pick, uh, and we'll just go for, through the first round. Cincinnati Bengals pick one. Joe Burrow. Not even gonna say anything else there. Pick number two. The Washington Redskins. They take edge. Chase Young. Another very obvious pick. Now let's get interesting. Let's move. We skip the formalities. <laughs> And let's go ahead and jump to pick number three, the Detroit Lions taking cornerback Jeff Okuda, Craig. I mean, this is a prime spot for a trade-up, but we're not doing trades in this mock. So that leaves the Detroit Lions with the best player left on the board. That's Jeff Okuda. He's the best corner in this class. He might be the best corner in several draft classes. So this is it just makes sense. They're talking about moving on from Darius Slay. Jeff Okuda would be a natural fit, a day one potential lockdown corner just a no-brainer pick 
Slam dunk. All right, pick number four, the New York Giants. They take a tackle, Maddie. <laughs> Jedrick <laughs> Wills from Alabama, Jake. Yeah, and we Maddie wanted uh, Becton here, but I think all of us kind of talked about it. And with Gettleman, he loves those hog mollies, and Becton would make sense there. But Gettleman does not seem like the type of guy that's going to take a risk on kind of a, a swing for the fences type player like Makai Becton from Louisville is. So we went with uh, Willis from Alabama, and we feel like he's the number one OT in this class, safer pick. So he's going to be a New York Giant protecting Daniel Jones and protecting that future hopeful franchise quarterback that they have. I think I was actually closer on Makai too. I, 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 I kind of want Makai. I, I really like him. All right, the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa. Go into the Dolphins. I anticipate this is probably a trade-up. Uh, I think ultimately the Dolphins are going to wind up moving up, and it very well could be to pick three, uh, so that you know Detroit can accumulate some more assets. Uh, but to attack of Aloha, if he hadn't been, you know, if, if he hadn't had the hip injury, he'd probably be up there with Joe Burrow in the conversation for pick number one. Um, he's a fantastic player. He's extremely accurate, especially in the short to intermediate, quick release, athleticism, escapability. He's really got a lot going for him. All right, the Los Angeles Chargers at pick number six. Who is the AFC West going? They're going quarterback. They're taking the swing. We got Justin Herbert here, Craig. Yeah, Oregon's quarterback that looks the part, huge frame. He had a great senior bowl. He really kind of distinguished himself as the second guy, you know, in the running there with Tua Tagliavoa. But he's healthy. He looked good in Oregon for several years there. He's a West Coast kid, so he's just going to move right down there. They're going to hope that the crowd goes completely mild for Justin Herbert there, and they try (laughs) to get their quarterback of the future. Can I interject real quick here? Because we have two guys that don't know how to pronounce a top quarterback's name, and I'd just like to point out congratulations for not knowing how to pronounce one of the top quarterback's names because your Chiefs don't need one. Tua Tungavailoa. Tang of Tag of I don't Tag. That's I not. There's no N in there. Uh, well, I did not put an N in there. Uh, tag of It sounded weird to me. I spelled. I Jake, spelled, for oh, what it's okay, worth, Jake. I can't pronounce anybody's name. I, no, I have trouble can't. with John Smith. So <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's fair. I was He's really not wrong. I was really just trying to give you a compliment for not really needing to know like every intimate detail about these top quarterbacks <laughs> anymore. <laughs> It's yeah, really I don't. Nice. I don't miss this. I don't miss this experience. All right, we. I think we're at pick seven. The Carolina Panthers are taking Derek Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. War Eagle. Yeah, Derek Brown is a top shelf player. We're talking about him. We talked about potential uh, offensive tackle going here, Maddie. Um, but we ended <laughs> up going with Derek Brown just because he's really one of the last top tier talents in this draft class and Derek Brown if you have not watched his film do yourself a favor and do it it is a blast he absolutely ragdolls people Um, he's just got that grown man strength that I think is going to translate very well on Sundays Um, so the Carolina Panthers are going to go with a a building block here a cultural setter type guy in Derek Brown from Auburn outstanding effort from him too all right wide receiver Arizona uh, for for the Cardinals wide receiver CD Lamb goes uh, to the Cardinals. And this might be the only place, Maddie, we could have dropped another offensive tackle in. But we got an interesting quote from Cliff Kingsbury this week at the Combine. He said if it was up to Kyler Murray, CD Lamb would be the pick at eight. Uh, CD Lamb may not test. We're going to find out how he tests this week, obviously. Um, 
but he uh, he's exceptional after the catch. He's he's um, good at the catch point. Uh, he's physical. He plays you know a little bit above his weight class. Honestly, he he's weighs under two hundred pounds. You would have guessed he 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 plays like he's two hundred twenty. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars at pick number nine. Linebacker Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Or is he a safety, Craig? I don't know. He's a defender. That's what Isaiah Simmons is. He lines up all over the field. He lines up a deep safety in the box as an overhang in the slot. He's just a defensive weapon. He's going top 10 to somebody. It just makes sense for the Jaguars. They need some help on the second level of their defense there. He's a pure athlete and has the length and the football IQ to really do some damage for that football football team there. So Isaiah Simmons just makes too much sense. You, you as as we sit currently, I think people will be surprised about where Isaiah Simmons falls on the KC draft guide. He is not top ten for us right now. But, uh, and, we'll, and it's purely because of his fit as a traditional linebacker. I, I just. He he doesn't fit into one singular classification, so he's never he's not really top shelf in any real category. But his ability to do it all makes him you know top shelf, top ten type player. That's where his. Body I would falls. I would like to I would like to distance myself from that comment. I know, <laughs> I know you, you. I know you. I, would. I know Jake loves him. I know you three don't like him. I love Isaiah Simmons. He will be in the, my top ten. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we dislike Isaiah Simmons. I don't think that's a fair. Assessment. I think it's just we don't value him completely the same way everybody else does necessarily right now. Um, we'll see where we sit. We'll see where we go with the process. There's still time. All right, Cleveland Browns at number ten. Jake Mackay Becton from Louisville, the offensive tackle, finally comes off the board. Craig Mackay Becton. He's long. He's strong. And he's down to get the he's friction. Down on. to get the friction on. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 right. That's Mackay Becton in a nutshell. He is a big athletic freak. And he's not quite there yet. If you watch some of his tape, he it's there's some bad stuff on there too. But he is uh, every everything you could potentially want in, in a franchise left tackle. So uh, the Cleveland Browns get get one of those guys here at ten. Uh, good pick for them. All right, eleven. The New York Jets. They're going offensive tackle too. So we've got what three here in the first eleven picks. Wild, I know. Uh, Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Uh, he's a guy that some people thought might have to kick inside the guard. He tested or his, his measurables were such that he's going to be with the, uh, within the offensive tackle thresholds um, that, uh, you know, that that teams typically desire with with tackle. So he meets the arm length criteria. Uh, Joe Douglas th- this week talked about how, he, you know, he wants some versatility along his offensive line. So maybe Tristan Wirth still is a candidate to move inside. Uh, he's a guy that w- would plug and play wherever you put him along the offensive line. All right. The Raiders, another AFC West team. Craig, we have them going with Jerry Judy, the first wide receiver or the second wide receiver off the board. And Mike Mayock is sprinting to the podium for Jerry Judy. Uh, it gets whoever's playing quarterback for the Raiders next year a true threat all over the field. He's a fantastic route runner. He has deep speed. He's good with the ball in his hands. Like everything you would ever want a wide receiver to do, Jerry Judy does it. I mean, not the fastest guy on that Alabama team, but clearly the best, most refined receiver that they had there. He just... It, it, you're adding a best player available at a position of need for the Raiders with uh, with him there. All right, moving on to the Colts. Quarterback Jordan Love, 
The Colts take the swing here at the quarterback position, Jake. Yeah, and I think this is seems kind of like a marriage that's starting to make a lot of sense. You see this a lot with the Indianapolis Colts and them losing a guy, a generational talent like Andrew Luck. Are they going to be more inclined to take a swing on a guy like this? I don't know. Uh, I think one thing is clear, though, and that is Jordan Love is most likely going in the top 15. All right, pick 14, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going offensive tackle. So four in the top 14. That's only happened one time in the last 10 drafts. Uh, Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Uh, he's a guy that early in the process, some people were considering a top five pick. I think as the season's gone on, as guys like Jedrick Wills has been, been entered into the mix, as guys like Makai Becton have entered the mix, he's kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, he's still a very good player. I still think he's got a tremendous upside and he's going to have a long, successful career. And in our mock, he's going to Tampa Bay to do that. All right. 15, another AFC West appointment, man, you love seeing all these AFC West teams in the first half of the draft. How delicious is that? Uh, Denver Broncos going wide receiver, taking Henry Ruggs out of Alabama, Craig. Just pure speed. And Henry Ruggs has great hands as well. He's not just a speed dude. He's one of the two guys that could potentially be in the four twos at wide receiver at the combine this week. The AFC West would get a heck of a lot better at receiver. It would be a problem for the Chiefs at corner having to go up against Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs four times a year. Yeah, I, I think you know teams are prioritizing you know this really challenging with some off, off explosive offensive players, and I think that's one thing that we're you should expect to see. Frankly, sixteen, the Atlanta Falcons going freakish edge, Kalavon Chase on from LSU, Jake. Yeah, the uh, the Vic Beasley experiment seems like it's probably kind of over in Atlanta. Um, he was a he was kind of an athletic guy, but he was a little bit of fool's gold. And Chase on, I don't think is that at all. I think is he is he working out this week? I don't believe so. Okay, well, well, in any case, at some point we're gonna figure out how freaky of an athlete he is. Probably at his pro day, um, but I believe the hype. I think he is gonna test well in every major category and put himself, you know, firmly in a position to be in the top fifteen. I think Atlanta is honestly getting a little bit of a steal here um, when things will all be said and done at sixteen. Landon Chase on. All right, 17, the Dallas Cowboys. We have them taking interior defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, guy that we got to see up close at the Senior Bowl, and he had a really good week, especially early on. He looked dominant, very powerful hands, uh, gives outstanding effort. Uh, big, big dude, just a massive human being. I think his best football is still ahead of him. He's a guy that's trimmed down, lost a little bit of weight, and has really benefited from that. He's a guy that I think is going to hold up well against the run, but is also going to be a really good pass rusher moving forward. All right, 18, the Miami Dolphins back on the clock. We have them taking edge out of Iowa, AJ Epinesa, Craig. Brian Flores needs some more pass rush. Epineza just is that kind of powerful edge with a good pass rush plan. We talked about him a little bit earlier this week. They need some pass rush. He's one of the kind of the last guys. There's not a really deep edge class, so I think they're going to have to address it early. Epineza makes sense. Uh, You know, we have a lot of integrity on this show, and this next pick is proof of that. At At 19, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, the hated Las Vegas Raiders. Taking linebacker Patrick Queen out of LSU, it hurts us. But thanks, it I made, hate it. It made too much sense, Jake. It makes way too much sense, and I think 
this is going to be last year we really liked what the Raiders did in the draft class if, if it happens this way again take it getting Judy and Queen two of my favorite players so I mean that's yikes as a team in the AFC West that's not exciting for me because those are two guys that I like a lot um, Patrick Queen he, he's he's that dude he really is I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not here at 19 when it's all said and done all right, 20, Jacksonville Jaguars back on the clock. We go cornerback Christian Fulton from LSU, another one. You know, I would love to see the Chiefs take him. I don't know if he's going to fall within this range or not, or if he's going to wind up there in the back half of the first round. But um, I am a big fan of Christian Fulton's. I think he has exceptional coverage ability. Uh, there was some question marks about him as a tackler, but Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, uh, they have a close relationship reportedly. Uh, it looks like they have a, a relationship established wouldn't wouldn't hate to see uh you know him him hold him accountable if the Chiefs take him, but unfortunately the Jaguars take him in this situation. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at twenty one, we have them taking wide receiver Jalen Rager, the best deep threat in the class. One of the other two guys or one of the other guys is probably going to run a four two at wide receiver. They've been trying to replace Deshaun Jackson since he left, even bring him back, old Deshaun Jackson. Rager makes the receiving core a heck of a lot better, gives them that vertical threat, gives Carson Wentz somebody to really throw to. We've seen how bad that receiving core is. Rager has some stuff to learn, but you can rely on him early with that deep speed. All right. Buffalo Bills at 22, another wide receiver coming off the board. I think this is a guy that the NFL, we believe, is higher on than all of us here uh, working on the KC draft guy. That's Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State, Jake. Yep, don't get him, don't understand him, but I know the NFL likes him. Um, you talk about guys that are athletes with the ball in their hand, uh, sure, I, I get it, but he is not much of a route runner at this point in his career, and we really were tempted to give T. Higgins to the Bills here, but there's been a lot of pushback recently on that pick, so um, we decided to do something a little bit different, added a little bit, a uh, little bit more speed to that offense, especially when Josh Allen's your quarterback. Um, you know, let make the easy stuff, um, big plays for him. Let get him a guy that can run under a pass because he's got a cannon. So, uh, sure, give him Brandon Ayuk. This is probably maybe a little high for him, but I don't really know because I don't understand him. So, all right, New England Patriots at twenty-three, giving him safety Xavier McKinney from Bama. The Saban Belichick connection continues another one of those you know film junkie um gym rat kind of guys at at, at alabama uh kind of similar to what you saw with uh, minka fitzpatrick he goes to the patriots uh which is a little bit scary 24 new orleans saints cornerback cj henderson out of florida craig what you think I called him arguably the best man cover corner in this class. Uh, he's not interested in tackling, but boy, can he cover. Uh, they need corners in New Orleans opposite of, Mar you know, opposite of Lattimore. So addressing it with a guy like that, that they can stick on an island, have him play man, he'll contribute early for that team. All right, let's go. The Minnesota Vikings at 25. Edge, Etor Gross Matos from Penn State, Jake. This is one of my favorite picks in the first round that makes a lot of sense to me once it's on the board, but I didn't really think about it 
until we started talking. And you go back to Mike Zimmer's defense. He has always had studs um, on the edges. If you go back to Cincinnati, he had Michael Johnson, Carlos Dunlap were guys that played really well for him. He's had Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin in Minnesota. Everson Griffin, his status is up in the air. Uh, Yatir Gross Matos is probably the best edge rusher left um, on the board, so it makes a lot of sense for the Vikings to snatch him up here at this point in the draft. All right, we are going to take a break, and we will be back with the rest of the first round and then an entire Chiefs mock draft right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, we are continuing our mock draft. We are all the way now to pick 26 in the first round. We're going to do the Chiefs entire draft after that. Uh, But at 26 with the Miami Dolphins taking offensive tackle Josh Jones out of Houston. Another guy we got to see at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I thought he got better throughout the week, but he's a guy really good feet, moves well. Um, I, he showed the ability to anchor, can move people in the run game, and can move. I think he's a really solid player. Um, I thought you know, he got he looked a little bit shy early on. It, it, uh, at, at the Senior Bowl, got better throughout the week. He's going in round one to Miami. They help protect their quarterback. 27, the Seattle Seahawks. Here's the surprise a little bit. This uh, we, we had to try to find a place to, in, to put an interior offensive lineman. We figured it was the Seahawks because they do the weirdest things. Uh, it's still good value, though. It's Cesar Ruiz, interior offensive lineman out of Michigan. Yeah, the, the Seahawks finally break their streak of terrible first-round picks by drafting the best <laughs> oh. interior offensive lineman in the draft. Power, movement, he's got it all. They've been they've been asking for some offensive line help for Russell Wilson. I think he is a plug-and-play guy, and that's what you want if you're taking an interior offensive lineman in the first round. All right, 28, the Baltimore Ravens linebacker. Kenneth Murray from oh. Oklahoma. So close to getting him in Kansas City, Jake. And, and Green Bay, too. This is a guy that Packers fans have their eye on as well. Uh, but yeah, the Ravens, they need off-ball linebackers as well. This just seems like such a Ravens move, too. Like, a guy starts to fall a little bit. It just seems to make too much sense for Kenneth Murray to be a Baltimore Raven. So, RIP to your Kenton Murray dreams. Have fun in Baltimore. 29, the Tennessee Titans, the AFC runner-up. <laughs> you hate to see it cornerback Jeff Gladney out of TCU another guy we would love in Kansas City just falling off the board here 
And honestly, he makes so much sense for them. Uh, so just much. an aggressive man cover corner that's not going to back down from anything. Like he's already got the Mike Vrabel mentality. I, he's just going to slot right in for them again. They ha- they need another corner to try and keep up with the Chiefs and the Ravens here going forward in the draft. Jeff Gladney, all the sense in the world. All right, Jake. Green Bay Packers up at 30. We give them wide receiver T. Higgins. You got to be thrilled about that pick. Yeah, kind of. Um, I would have loved a, a quicker receiver. That's kind of my cup of tea for this Packers offense. T. Higgins is a guy that can just get open. I, I like him. He, he'll come in and help Aaron Rodgers, who's not a young man anymore. So he's, he does need a little bit more of that help. So T. Higgins um, is a good fit. The Packers have their eyes on probably a linebacker too. So Chiefs fans, if you're looking for teams – uh, that might hawk one of those linebackers. Green Bay at thirty could be one of them. Um, but the way the board fell, T. Higgins uh, would not be would not leave day one upset with that at all. All right, thirty one. The Super Bowl runner ups. You double hate to see it. You just you hate to see it. Uh, I mean, they were up twenty to ten in the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know if you knew this, but there's like they were ten minutes away from a double digit win. Then they blew it, and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl by by eleven. It was great. Uh, they safety Grant Delpit, good value, a big swing here, Jake, on the LSU safety. Yeah, I mean they blew like you said, they blew a twenty to ten lead. They need some help on defense, clearly. So uh I think Jaquiski Tart or is it Ward, Jimmy Jimmy Ward, is anyone I'm thinking of? The one of their safeties is a free agent, he's probably not gonna be back. It's uh it would be an interesting fit to see Delpit come in because he plays it a little bit differently than both of those guys. Uh but I think if you look at where value meets need, I think Delpit uh, if you would have said two months ago that he would have been available at 31 or coming into this college football season, he would have been available at 31. People would have said, you're crazy. Uh, but here we are, and this is probably going to happen. In fact, this might even be a little bit high for Delpit when it's all said and done. So uh, 49ers, though, taking, taking uh, Del- Grant Delpit from LSU, the safety. So good luck to you. Well, Chiefs are on the clock. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to announce the 32nd pick. Then we're going to go to 63, 96, 128 and 160. We'll do the entire draft uh as we see it right now. Kansas City Chiefs at pick 32 take cornerback Cameron Dantzler out of Mississippi State. You've seen him, you've seen us talk a lot about him recently. Um, it's a guy that it's Maddie's draft crush. If Maddie was able to join us today, we would have allowed him to continue to gush. Actually, maybe we would have mixed things up. Maybe we would have let somebody else gush about him because he got to do it last week. But Craig, I know you're thrilled with Cameron Dantzler at 32 here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're dancing on him, guys. Just absolutely dancing on him. him. Long corner, a little slight, but he's going to run crazy fast, legit speed, legit ball skills, comfortable in zone, comfortable in man. All the sense in the world. I think one of these corners is going to drop. Like, there's not a whole lot of places that we probably could have slotted other corners in this draft. I think one of these guys is going to drop. All the corners taken this draft so far, I'd love to have in Kansas City, but Cameron Dancer is an ideal fit for Steve Spagnolo. All right, pick 63, the Kansas City Chiefs take interior offensive lineman Natane Mutai from Fresno State. We have not covered Mutai all that much yet, but it's coming. He he's a guy that, you know, we'll see if he if he does perform this week at the NFL Combine, but a guy that moves extremely well for a man his size. 
physical player. Some very some really nice highlight reel finishes, some pancakes. He's a road grader, but he's not just a road grader. I think he's got upside and potential as a pass protector, as a complete interior offensive line lineman. I think you slip him into guard. He's got short arms. He's under 32-inch arms, so he's definitely a guy that's going to be playing along the interior. And he, he could be really good value and a guy that could help pat, protect Patrick Mahomes for the long term. All right, 96, Kansas City Chiefs. Select linebacker Justin Sternod from Wake Forest. They address their athleticism issues at the linebacker position at pick 96, Craig. Rejoice, Kansas City. You have a coverage linebacker in this draft. Yes. Uh, Very fluid, very smooth. Had a torn bicep. That's probably why he's going to fall a little bit because he's not going to be able to participate in the entire draft lead up here. But he seems like a smarter guy. We know that's important for Steve Spagnuolo. His fluidity and athleticism are off the charts compared to the Chiefs' slower linebacking core. He'd be able to step in and play serious snaps quickly. So I, I am 100% on board with Stanad. All right, 126, round four, end of round four. This pick's actually going to be a little bit later because of the compensatory picks added into the formula. The Chiefs select wide receiver Quintez Cephas out of Wisconsin, Jake. Cephas. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Um, He can be a guy that can play that outside receiver spot. Uh, Alpha is what I think of when I watch him, especially when the ball's in the air. He's almost violent attacking the ball in the air. Um, If you go back and watch his film, and I actually was just watching him before um, we got on together here, and that's kind of kept what kept coming back is how how he attacks the football when it's in the air, uh, which is something that would fit really well in that Kansas City offense because if you know one thing about Patrick Mahomes, he's going to give his receivers a chance to bring that football down. So I think Cephas is a guy that would fit in really well in Kansas City. Um, I think he's getting slept on a little bit right now. He did have some of the off-field stuff. I think that's going to get cleared up here at the Combine. A lot of it seems like it was uh, misunderstanding or false accusations. So um, something I think will get cleared up, something I don't think the Chiefs, you know, they seem like a team once you've passed um, their test, they seem like they're willing to take chances on guys like that. So I think Cephas would be a very good fit in Kansas City. All right, last pick of the draft. Pick 160. The Kansas City Chiefs select a Matt Lane special that Matt Lane is not here to talk about. Edge rusher Ladarius Hamilton out of North Texas. And this is probably a little bit early for Hamilton, but given that the Chiefs don't have another pick, you got to take your swing there in day three. He's got some good stats for North Texas. 47 quarterback pressures over the past two years, 21 run stops, and he had 15 sacks over the past two years. So he's really come up big. He was an impact player at a little bit lower level. He's long. He's big. He's what Steve Spagnuolo kind of looks for in a defensive end there. So he... He would be a guy you're adding to the group, trying to improve that edge position, trying to continue this pipeline of developing edges later in the draft. And yeah, makes sense as a day three project. Well, that is going to do it for our mock draft. If you like some of the stuff you heard today, you can get all of our takes on over 200 prospects in the KC Draft Guide, which releases April 6th. We are pre-order, taking pre-orders right now. You can go to gumgum.co slash kcdraftguide2020. Use promo code LIVLIVE to get 
a uh, discount on the championship edition. You can get it for $8.54 to celebrate the uh, the Chiefs Super Bowl. Or you can just find, us, find one of our Twitter accounts. We've got uh, links to discounts on the draft guide as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week uh, to recap what we saw at the Combine. Catch you later. Dance on them. Dance on them.